Welcome to The One About Careers with Devin and Sarah Jane, a career podcast for adults involved with teens navigating life after high school. We help you help your teens make informed education and career decisions by providing quality information and resources. Join us for weekly bite-sized conversations covering various aspects of careers, including insights from professionals in different fields. New episodes available every week at theoneaboutcareers.com. Hey, Devin, good to be back here on the One About Careers podcast. And today we're talking about meaning in work. And I know you and I have very lively conversations about this. So I'm curious about your clients and what do you talk about when you talk about meaning? Oh my gosh. Um, how long do we have? The the meaning conversation comes up every single time. And for me, meaning in work is kind of loaded. Um, I think we really sell the idea hard that your work and meaning have to be aligned. And I've certainly met, and I'm sure you have too, people over the years where you're probably not seeing a lot of meaning and purpose in what they do. It doesn't seem super, super obvious. Um, And so a lot of times when I'm talking to clients about this, I'll get them to define what meaning actually means to them. Because it's one of those things where we think there's a standard definition. And there can be. Um, Certainly one of my very, very favorite books on talking about this is The Happiness Equation by Neil Pazricha. And he talks about how work brings sort of four, he calls about the calls them the four S's with work. So you have social aspect of work, your work brings you structure, it provides you with stimulation, and there's a story attached to your work. So you're part of something bigger, whatever the the purpose is of the organization you work for. And to me, as long as you can find something in there that resonates with you on whatever level that is, then it works. But meaning to me is very, very personal. And so, yeah, when I'm talking to clients about it, it's very much a conversation of what does that mean to you? What has to be there for you? Or on the alternate side, you know, what, if you were going into a workplace, what would absolutely shut you right down and get you to say, heck no, I'm not doing this. So that's where those conversations take place. Um, What about you? Where do you find this kind of falls? I hilariously enough, I do find there's some sort of there's a bit of age interesting thing that goes along here. So my clients who are sometimes in their 20s, sometimes they're actually looking at money. Money is their um, and there's some research right now that's suggesting that that's a fair that's coming up fairly high among people, young individuals. And uh, on the other end of the spectrum, I shouldn't say other end. But I would say around 35, 40, early 40s, my clients are coming back to me and going, I can't, this was soul destroying. I can't keep doing this. This has no meaning for me. And so it's hilarious because they sort of realize that can you, they don't necessarily think you can have money and meaning. And they chose one and went for it and didn't realize that maybe there's something else. When we spend so much time at work or in work, perhaps there is something else we want. Uh, So I sort of feel like there's kind of two paths. The one path also is that work can be a means to an end, right? So I want to do this job. I have lots of people say to me, I just want to do a job and go home and be like fully present for everybody else in my life. Work is not the be all and end all. Okay. And then the other folks are, 
no, I want this to have meaning and purpose and significant, like feed my soul or feed my spirit or feed me socially or feed my brain, uh, whatever it is. And so searching out those opportunities and how do they connect to work can be fun. What do you usually suggest to your clients for how do you, so besides the book and those um, or S's, what kinds of things do you do with your clients when you're talking about meaning? A lot of times what we'll talk about is I'll get them to tell me about some kind of time when they were doing something that they thought was meaningful. And then we'll really break down what was meaningful about it. Um, Because I think it's exactly what you're saying. People feel like it has to be one or the other. And if, you know, if you're going to do uh, work that's meaningful, like you're going to save the world, then you have to expect that you're not going to get paid that much for it and vice versa. Right. And to me, it's, you know, is it meaningful to be able to say you were part of really interesting projects at work? Is it meaningful to be on the cutting edge of what's going on in an industry? Is it meaningful to be able to take home a paycheck that allows you to afford nice family vacations? Is it meaningful that your coworkers share your values, no matter what it is that your company does or whatever, what is it that it, that it breaks down to? And I think people think meaning has to be this big, huge, I'm saving the world or I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, it's right? one or the other. That's it's it. one or the other. There's no you can't, middle ground. <laughs> you can't be anywhere in between. And I think that's it. It's for me. And this is, this is actually a theme that comes up in every topic of conversation I have with my clients, but it's very much breaking out of binary thinking and saying, you know, whatever higher purpose you might have, maybe your work is aligned with that. Maybe your work helps to pay for that. Maybe your work has nothing to do with that. Maybe your work right now is a stepping stone to that. Like they don't have to necessarily be a certain way. Yeah. And I, the other thing I think is when we're looking at meaning is that you can, you, you can essentially pick a problem that you want to work on. And in that problem, you can be anything, right? So you could be the programmer, you could be the novelist, you could be the singer, you could be the doctor, you could be the pharmacist, you could be the engineer. So it's this very interesting thing of combining, oh, we'll get to this, of course, in one of our episodes, meaning um, with sort of task, aptitude, interest, um, values, uh, all those things. It's not just one piece, it's part of it. Yes. It's something that can thread through. You know, I had a really interesting debate with someone on LinkedIn who I won't name. Maybe off off microphone, you and I will talk about who it is. But uh, because I'm pretty sure you know this person. (laughs) You followed the conversation, I'm sure. And they posted this thing on LinkedIn, essentially that boiled down to, if your work isn't fueling your purpose, what are you even doing with your life? And I went, huh, that's awfully privileged. And we had an offline conversation too. It wasn't just me blasting this poor person on LinkedIn. but you know it, what what it reminded me of was years and years ago when i was promoting careers and trades and going into schools i went into a school that was in a lower income neighborhood in toronto and i had this student come up to me and say you know is like is cleaning offices is that a skilled trade and i was like it's not i was like but i mean talk about important jobs and clearly that came out in the pandemic um and she's like that's what my mom does and she really loves it 
And the reasons she loved it came out as, so they had come here from, I can't remember where I want to say Afghanistan. Yeah. Her mom worked in this like nice downtown Toronto office building complex. It was super secure, clean, safe. She got paid well. She had benefits. Like she had all these wonderful perks to the job and she cleaned overnight when the kids were in bed. So she would leave after they went to sleep and she would be home when they got up in the morning, make them breakfast, see them out to school. It was an absolute perfect arrangement for their family. But I can almost guarantee you that woman did not grow up saying, I want to clean offices with my life. That fuels my purpose. That's my meaning. That's my whatever. But for her, she had landed in this gig that had all these wonderful benefits to it. Plus it allowed her time with her family. Plus it helped her to afford a better life for her children than the one she had. Like she had specifically come to Canada for this reason. It fueled so many other things, but like how many people say, I want to be an office cleaner when I grow up? Nobody, nobody says that. So to me, it's also. Well, I was going to say, I think that there's a, um, I don't know if it's snobbishness or um, sort of an aristocracy about or hierarchy about, well, these careers are important and prestigious mm-hmm. and these ones don't have don't don't matter as much and yet I want to use a word I'm not going to use they are so matter right they so matter yes. and again pandemic went oh hello um yeah. these kinds of things matter in the whole world and I'm reminded in uh for a time in my life I was really involved sort of in um in formalized religion. And there was this idea that sometimes you did a job because it took you to a location and it took you to a people who you wanted to serve. Hmm. And when I talk to people who've retired now too, that's one of the things when they're going, I don't know what I, I want to do something, but I don't want to know what I want to do next. I've heard a lot about people, you know, thinking about a particular project or somewhere they want to travel, getting an idea of, you know, what that would cost and then going, huh, what work could I do to get that money to pay for that thing? And so it's a different kind of way of maneuvering. Yeah. I, and, I, and I don't think this is where you and I absolutely agree, I think, is that it's not an either or. No. It's, Neither, and it's also not one is not right and one is not wrong. Right, absolutely. It's so personal. It's so personal, and it you know? changes. I think throughout your life, absolutely it does. Right, what is important to you? Like when I work with people who are new grads or they haven't, uh, even if they're like high schoolers, I get a lot of like, oh, I want to be able to make a certain amount of money because they're yeah. like, I'm broke, dude. <laughs> like that's yeah. where that's coming from. Absolutely. You know. And it's like, you know what? There is nothing wrong with that. And five or 10 or 30 years from now, you may not be in that position and you're going to make different decisions. And that's good. That's called evolution. <laughs> it's yeah. called being human. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Love it. Well, I think we've had an entertaining conversation with regards to meaning in work. And of course, that's not the end of it. Of course uh, not. <laughs> we, will, um, we will continue this conversation always. Uh, One of the things I did want to mention is that uh, I'm going to put in the show notes a link to a thriving at work uh, assessment that I got because it just looks at all these different things that go into work that make it meaningful. Uh, 
people may want to be, want to do that and assess for themselves where they're at. Yeah. It's a good idea. Yeah. I've done a blog post on this, which I will, uh, we'll put that in the show notes too. And, um, because I recommend it to pretty much every client I ever work I know. with. <laughs> I highly recommend reading the happiness equation by Neil Pazricha. I guarantee your library has it. If you, uh, if you aren't in a position to go buy a copy, um, there's some really nice down to earth approaches to sort of being happy. And that's really what it boils down to is figuring out what meaning is for sure. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Till next time. Till next time. Thanks for listening to the one about careers podcast. You can catch up with past episodes at the one about careers.com. Join us next week for another bite-sized conversation.